What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to Balance Black Girl, a podcast dedicated to mental, physical, and emotional health from the black woman's perspective. Tune in to hear from black woman health and wellness experts giving the approachable advice you need to help you feel your best. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Let's dive in. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Balanced Black Girl Podcast. My name is Les. I'm your host, and I'm really excited to bring you a new interview. It's been a minute since we've had a new interview on the podcast, and I'm excited to share it with you. Human design has been an incredible tool for me in getting to know myself and connecting deeper with my own alignment. Last year, I published an episode, it was actually episode 67, called How to Manage Your Energy Using Human Design with my guest, Jazz the Moon Mother. And during that time, that was when I really started exploring human design. Before recording that episode, I actually had a reading with Jazz to understand my human design and the different elements of my human design chart. And it was a really life-changing experience. And It's been an incredible tool for me to understand how I best feel in alignment and how I feel most of myself. And I learned that when I'm in alignment, that's when my vibration is higher. That's when I'm truly being the person that I am meant to be, understanding how my energy flows and what that feels like for me, the different aspects that impact that. However, I know for some people, particularly those of the Christian faith, some of these modalities can seem a bit taboo. And in our community, we were really taught that if it was not from the church, it was a bad thing or that it is disrespectful to one's faith. And I absolutely respect anyone's belief systems if that is where you stand. However, I do think that there is room for exploration and that you can have both and that if you are a Christian, you can absolutely still be a Christian and use these tools to help you better understand how you were created. And I'm really, really excited to dive into that with today's guest, Krista Keys. Krista Keys is a human design educator who pairs her experience as a teacher, therapist, brand strategist, and designer with her love for Jesus to be an advocate for soul-centered leaders. She teaches how to recognize and refine your gifts, pairing human design and biblical principles so you can show up as an embodied leader in your field. 
So this conversation with Krista was just wonderful. I really, really loved getting to hear more about her journey, her story as someone who came to understand and use these tools to better understand herself and to deepen her own relationship with God. It was really, really inspiring. So if you are not at all familiar with human design, I actually recommend that you at least pull your type maybe pause, (laughs) Uh, check out the show notes. I linked a website there where you can pull your human design chart to at least see your energy type. And if you just have no idea what human design is, I'm actually going to recommend that you listen to episode 67 that I did with Jazz last year, because in that episode, that's where we really break down what human design is and what the different energy types are. So if you pull your human design chart, you learn your energy type and you listen to that episode where you can then understand understand how your energy flows, that's going to be helpful. Not a requirement to listen to and gain value from this episode because we don't talk as much about the nuts and bolts of human design. We more so talk about how this tool can complement one's faith, but I really think that that would be a helpful exercise if you were interested in human design to help you really deepen your understanding. But you can also relax and listen to this episode as is, and you will still get so much from it. So this episode is truly for our listeners of faith who are interested in incorporating different modalities into their daily lives while still keeping their faith front and centered. So if that's you, this episode is for you. And even if that's not you, you might still learn something new and learn a different perspective that can hopefully enrich your experience as well. So I'm going to jump into the interview with Krista and I will talk to you on the other side. Krista, welcome to Balanced Black Girl. I'm so happy to have you here. How is your heart today? How are you feeling? I am overjoyed. I have just been in such a great space, um, just connecting with so many amazing people um, and having the ability to share my story and how I use the tools that I do. And so I'm, I'm blessed and I'm happy to be here. Beautiful. I love that so much. You have such a multifaceted background and you are knowledgeable in so many different areas. And I'm really excited to dive into a lot of those today, mainly talking about human design. So I would love to start off by learning what your energy type and profile is. So my energy type is I am a pure generator, which means I'm a sacral generator. And my profile is a 6'2". Are you familiar with your type? Do you know what your energy type and profile is? I do at a high level. So I am a 5-1 manifesting generator. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. I I, I see it all in your work. I definitely see it. I love to see people in their power, right? A lot of times we can not even, sometimes we need tools, right? Like human design. And sometimes we find who we are without those tools. And so either way, I just love to see people in their power um, using the gifts that God gave them. Yes. Okay. I would love to talk a little bit more about that and about how that has come to be in your journey. Can you tell us how you were introduced to human design and like how it resonated with you? So I first discovered human design like years ago. And the first time I saw it, I was like, this is too much. This seems like a lot. 
like, I don't know. It says it has some astrology in it. My mama told me that's the devil. Like, I don't know. Like, that's too much. So I kind of dismissed it. And I would say about a year ago or so, I was just in a space where I was really trying to connect with God deeper, right? So I was reading my Bible and it just wasn't happening. Like I would just kind of glaze over. I was reading the words. It wasn't connecting. I would fall asleep, all of the things, right? And so I was like, God, I need something, right? I need something to connect with you. Like my heart is there, right? I have a passion. I want to connect with you, but I am struggling. And so soon after that, I was reintroduced to human design and it was really from the perspective of business. And I really liked the the practical nature of it because when I was first introduced to it, it was very esoteric and woo woo, right? And I was like, "Mm, I don't know, that's too much. Mm -hmm. And so me seeing it applied in a practical way really opened my eyes to like, oh, well, she's using it in a different way. Like, well, maybe, maybe I can use it in a different way. And I was like, okay, well, let me see what God says about this. And so I was like Googling Bible verses, like all the little different aspects, like what does he really say about it? Because so often we get our information about what it means to be in relation with God from our parents, right? From the elders, from the people around us and not really taking the time to reflect on what is being in relationship with God mean for me, right? What does it look like for me? And so I've, even like before human design, I was kind of on this kick of like, I understand that there's a difference between religion and spirituality, right? Of being in relationship with God or just the performative aspects of religion. So Mm -hmm. I kind of already had that understanding. And so I was like, okay, let me see. And the more and more that I just read the Bible, I didn't find anything that contradicted it. And in fact, I found more things to support it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, okay. And it was as I was looking at um, the Bible one day, I started to see how like specific gates, right? So in human design, the, the, the energy, the nuance of the sinners expressed in forms and gates, right? Mm-hmm. And so I started to see like specific gates, like just passages of scriptures lining up with what was going on in the charts or what, you know, with the energy that I was talking there. And I was like, hmm, that can't be a coincidence. Like, <laughs> okay, God, I like, I hear you. I hear mm-hmm. you. Let me explore this a little bit more. And I found that because I could see myself so clearly in my chart in human design, it helped me lean into where I was struggling in my relationship with God. Right. To be like, God was like, okay, you're struggling with this. I have the exact thing for that type of struggle here. Yeah. Try this out. And so I just found it, it, it paired beautifully. And as I began to share more and more about my story, other women were just like, oh, like I've been, I was scared to try human design, right? Or like, I, I had so many reservations about it, but to see you combine them so beautifully and in such integrity encourages me, right? Encourages my spirit that I can be in relationship with God in a way that's different than what, you know, my mom's relationship looked like or my grandma's relationship looked like. And it was, and it was so interesting because it wasn't, it wasn't just Christian women, right? It was people of all different faiths, right? Who's had the same type of reservations of, does this, does this limit my faith, right? Does this say I'm not 
serious about my faith? Does this say that I am looking to something else? And even a lot of people I found where they had lost their way with God, right? And so they were looking for human design. And then they came across my page and was just like, oh, right? Like the way that you talk about being in relationship with God is so comforting, right? And it it is the comfort that I was looking for in this system, right? But then kind of felt guilty about. And so seeing that they can coexist and that they can be in the same space together is really empowering. So. Absolutely. That's beautiful. And I know I felt that way when I found your content and what I really appreciate about the story that you just walked us through that journey was the thought process of, okay, I've been told that this thing is something that I should avoid from these sources, but why don't I go to the source and see, see what (laughs) I have to learn there and, and finding that beautiful synergy the way you have. Exactly. And, and I feel like with tools like human design, it's this slippery slope kind of concept, right? And I, I, I understand it where we don't do that because it can lead you down a dark road, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's very true. And so it's about recognizing and making sure that you keep God centered. Yeah. Right. Because even and it doesn't even, it could be human design or any other tool, right? It could be therapy, right? It could be always needing a word from the pastor, right? It could be always running to your friends. It's anything that you're putting in front of your relationship with God. I said, I'm a jealous guy. I want you to come with me first. If you need some help, like, yeah, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you tools. I'll give you therapy. I'll give you doctors, right? I'll give you like, I don't know, fitness, physical fitness trainers or hairstylists, whatever type of help you need, I will give you that but you have to come to me first. Mm-hmm. And that's how I see human design. It's another tool, another resource that he was compassionate enough to give us. Yeah. I was going to say, I love, I love your use of the word tool, like reinforcing that all of these modalities are truly tools and not necessarily replacements, but tools that can help us understand how we were created and how we were created to be. Definitely. Right. And then like, I think it's, I think that people often miss the design part of mm-hmm. human design, right? Yes. Well, if there's a design, right. If there's some type of consistent objective, objectively um, present system, there has to be a designer, right? Like God sure is, is the designer, right? Yes. Things just yes. don't happen. Like if you see a painting on the wall, you're not going to be like, Oh, look, that painting was there like it just spontaneously created itself. People are going to look at you like you're crazy. Like, what do you mean the painting created itself, right? Well, if there's a system or a design, if some type of creation, there is somebody who created and designed that, right? It was an intentional act. And that's the other thing about human design that gets me so excited. Um, one of my favorite scriptures is Ephesians, Ephesians 2.10, where it talks about God says that we, that we are his workmanship, right? So that we were intentionally crafted, right? Which speaks to that. It was a design. He was like, I'm going to give you this gift and this skill, this ability, right? And all of this is going to come together so you can fulfill this purpose. Like it wasn't on accident. So all this time, like we think, oh, I have this fault and that thing. That could be part of your testimony, right? Mm-hmm. That very thing that you hate could be what's going to help you get to the next level, right? It's going to be something 
like our purpose isn't about us, yes. right? Because if you think about it, especially as Christians, right? Our, our, our purpose is to help other people see God. Like that is what, that is the task that he has given us, right? He says, you'll know my children by their fruit, right? And so what are the fruits, right? It's like kindness and joy, peace, like all of these things. If we are manifesting this as a part of who we show up as, right? People are going to be like, oh, well, where'd you get that from, right? Mm-hmm. And that is our role. That's so our purpose is not just, oh, so we can have this great thing or that we can be seen, right? Or elevated. God said, yeah, like all those things will come, right? Because that's what the outside world may be attracted to. So yeah, I'm going to give you those things, but I want your heart, right? Yes. I want I want people to be able to see me in you, right? The trappings might pull them in, but the heart is what keeps them, right? Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I find it to be my greatest joy for people to see love in me, right? And so it all comes back to your heart. God is like, I want your heart, right? And yeah. it's, it's through the development of our character. Mm-hmm. And so I hear all the time that people are like, well, why, and my, me and my brother was just talking about this. Why doesn't God just take the struggle away, right? Why doesn't God like ask him to do this thing and he didn't do it? Well, maybe there's a lesson that you're missing, right? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes I feel like God's greatest desire is to be in relationship with his children and if God gave you everything you wanted right now would you continue to be in relationship with him right would you continue to seek his face would you continue to come to him Mm -hmm. right and so a lot of the things that we go through are character building right we're building the energetic and technical capacity to be able to able to be able to handle more right and so oftentimes we we can only see our pain or our struggle and we miss right we miss what God is trying to do and I feel like human design is just such a great tool to bring that awareness back okay well if I'm struggling okay well let me let me see what 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 energy is playing out here oh that oh it's it's my heart center right I'm having all these issues around value or worth or what have you okay well now because I can see myself right I have a reflection of myself I can show up in this energy intentionally Right. It's been brought to my awareness and I can then show up right in a, a higher vibe in a more um, productive vibe. Right. In a more healthy vibe, because that awareness and right, it's, it's it's the same thing, whether it's the tool of human design. When you go to therapy, what are they doing? They're teaching you about yourself and your patterns. Right. When you go to counseling with your pattern, with your pastor. Right. He's showing you your patterns of how you're mm-hmm. showing up, right? And it's it's the same thing. We just find different tools to help us be aware of our shortcomings or of where we can show up better. Yeah. I would love to talk a little bit more about that, about what it means to raise our vibration. That's kind of a, a theme on the podcast right now and, and a lot of what these episodes are focused on and ways that we can raise our vibration in a way that's not kind of cringy. You know, some people talk mm-hmm. about like raising vibrations in a way where it's like, mm, okay, but <laughs> practically, yeah. yeah, like it's too woo woo. How do we feel that? How do we know that? How do we not spiritually bypass ourselves and one another while genuinely raising our vibration? So I like to think of 
literally our vibration as our character, right? Like if we're showing up in love, the vibration that is literally being sent out is higher than one that is one in fear, right? Or anger or scarcity, right? And so the way that we raise our vibration is really adhering to our character. And it's a process of remembrance is what it is. Like if you look throughout the Bible, God, so many times, he is reflecting or sharing with us that we are his children, right? That you're a conqueror, right? Or that you are co-creators with me. He's constantly reminding us of who we are because we forget, right? Yeah. As humans, our, our memory is notoriously unreliable. So God was like, I'm trying to tell you who you are. Hello, are you listening? <laughs> I'm telling you who you are, right? And so how we raise our vibrations is creating rituals and routine that root us in our true nature, right? In our godly divine nature. And so that's going to look different for different people, right? So if you say, okay, well, I'm trying to show up in the spirit of faith, right? Okay, well, maybe you need to start a prayer journal, right? Where you write down your prayers, big or small, and every time God's God does something that he that he proves himself, right? Where you have faith and you're holding it, write it down, right? God, oh, God came through in this way. God provided this. God showed me this. So in those moments where you are lacking faith, right? Where your vibration is down and you are surrounded in self-doubt, you can go back to that journal and be like, oh yeah, oh, oh, I remember. Like God is my provider. He's constantly there for me, right? Okay, I get it. Okay, I see it, right? And so it's whatever, whatever that you are struggling with it's protecting those routines and rituals that keep you grounded and remembering who you are through God. I love that. And what I really love about what you just shared with us, kind of your definition of that is that remembrance of coming home to ourselves and the way that we're divinely created. Mm -hmm. Because I think in a lot of conversations in you know, the self-improvement space, it's all about making ourselves into something else. But this is really having us focus on who we are at our core without the programming, without the scarcity, without the outside influences or whatever telling us who to be, getting back to who we were created to be, like divinely created to be is really beautiful. Yes, I right? I think it's it's remembering right? That God thinks enough of us that one, he wants to be in a relationship with us, right? Like how many times do we dismiss people and be like, oh, they're not worth our time or whatever, right? Like God is perfect, right? Like perfect, like the literal definition of perfect, right? Like he is goodness and love and joy and caring and all the things. And he's like, you know what? You're still worth my time. Right. If that's not the biggest ego booster, you're just like, oh, my God, like the God of the universe wants to be in relationship with me. And I feel like so much so often that we treat like God as this like far away thing when he's ever present. Right. He's like, I'm knocking on the door. Just let me in. Like, I want to live in you and give you my power. And if you think about it, it's just like any relationship. So say you have a boo who is rich and has all the things, right? By extension, right? By extension, just because you're in a relationship with that person, you get all those things too, right? You get all the money, all the clothes, all the cars, or whatever it may be, you're going to get all those things just because you're in relationship 
with that person. But just like how if you're in a relationship with that person and you are just constantly using them, right? You're only gonna call them up and be like, hey, I need some more money. They're gonna be like, bro, like- <laughs> gonna like, get it old. <laughs> right? Like, bro, like I really, like I wanna be in a relationship, spend more time with me. And that's, the, that's what God is asking for. And so often we forget how we treat, how we treat God, right? We forget all the times that we- abuse him or neglect him and I think this is where like the spirit of humility comes in right where you're like God even me right even all those times that I mistreated you all those times where I ignored you you still desire to be with me right and it it creates this softening of the heart of where you're just like oh like I like I'm excited like I'm who wouldn't want to be with someone that loves them that much that they can literally, right, just abuse them, neglect them, mistreat them. And they're like, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. My mercy is, my, my mercy is new every day. Come on back. Come on. Right? Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. And it's, it's so empowering. Yeah. Right? Like, where, and I feel like that is a part of the process, right? Of coming home, right, to to God but when you come home to God right you're coming home to yourself right mm-hmm. because he literally designed you yeah it's like oh yeah like come back come back all those skills and things I gave you I'll show you how to use them yeah right? I'll show you how to get the most out of them yeah right? I will I, I will strengthen those things right That's good I will I will add power to those things because sometimes we can have gifts and they're great and wonderful but they're not backed by the power of God yeah right how much so even if you think the world of yourself, right? Where you're like, I'm amazing. How much more powerful would you be if you had got in? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yes. that, it just gets me so excited. Yes. Like, you can literally, right? He says the power of heaven, like he gives you authority, right? To use the power of heaven. Like that is a lot of power, but it's, it comes back to being rooted in who we are, right? When we just, because we, we forget, we have all this self-doubt, right we start comparing oh my goodness comparing yes. like comparing is is the worst right? let's talk about it <laughs> <laughs> right so even in human design so I often see where people be like oh well they have a defined heart I wish I had a defined heart well you know maybe you don't need a defined heart right mm-hmm. that's like God is like I gave you this hammer and these nails and you over <laughs> here worried about this screwdriver mm-hmm. right there's nothing you could do with the screwdriver that is not a part of your mission that is not right a part of the life that you're building it's not going to get you what you want or any of those things right yes. but you're so busy worried about somebody else's blessing that you can't focus on yours and get yours yeah like me and my brother were talking about I can't remember the name again but it's like one of those old school arcade games right like where the apples are falling from the tree and you have the basket and you're going <laughs> yes. back and forth trying to catch it right and if you're trying to catch everybody else's apples, you're going to literally miss your own. Yes. And then, then you feel sour, you feel bitter, you feel frustrated. Like I'm expending all of this energy, right? Spinning my wheels, mm-hmm. right? Trying to get all these blessings, right? All these other things that people have. And I was like, if you don't sit down, right? Yeah. Like if you don't, right? You need to be in position, right? Yes. I gave you a position to play, right? I gave you, right? I'm a six two generator right that's the position I gave you to play like if you if you hold this position right 
if you show up in integrity in this position, I'm going to bless it. It was as somebody said, oh, God can't bless who you pretend to be. I was like, mm. Oh, that's good. Right? Because like, yes. oh. you're just going to get the wrong, even if you, if the blessing does come, it's not going to be right for you. It's going to be the wrong one. What are you going to do with it? Right. How many people are rich and still unhappy? Mm-hmm. Right. They got blessings that may not have been theirs or, you know what I mean? Or they turned yeah. away God or whatever the situation may be. Right. God is like, you can have it all. Literally, like it's Matthew. I can't remember the exact scripture, but it's in Matthew. And they were talking to Jesus and they were like, oh, but God, we got bills to pay. We need some clothes on our back. We need this roof over our head. And he was like, if you turn towards me, mm-hmm. right, if you seek me, all these things will be added to you. Right. So everything that we're stressing about what we don't have. Right. And really showing up in this this spirit of scarcity. Right. Like there's not enough. to God literally created the universe. Right. You think he'll have enough to give you like that's that's a trick of the enemy. Right. That's a spirit of fear. Right. But when we when we remember who we are, when we remember that we are his workmanship, which means he took time to craft us in a particular way. Right. When we really remember who we are to him, that he cared enough to one to create us with these gifts, talents, and abilities, and that he wants to be in relationship with us, like how dare I be afraid? Like how like why why would I be afraid? Yes. Right? Like for what? Like yes. for what? There's there's I have all these things, right? Where like our provision, our provision is in our purpose. Yes. Ooh, I like that. It's the same scripture or Ephesians 2 10. I think I'm gonna try to pull it up, but it's where he says he's laid out good paths for us yes. already. He's like, I, I, man, I gave you the skill. I gave you this. It's like, you know, like those old like Indiana Jones kind of movies where there's like a perfect fit kind of coin or something that fits into the wall mm-hmm. and it twists and like all the gold coins come falling out. Like that's exactly what it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we if we show up in integrity and in who we are. And I think the other thing with human design is that it becomes, it can, it feels like a challenge, right? But this is our, our mind plan tricks on us, right? It feels like a challenge to who we are to be like, oh, well, how is that going to tell us who we are? So one, I say, take what blesses you, right? What feels good, what you can show up in integrity with and leave the rest. Yep. But how is that any different than you going on YouTube and watching all the videos of how to build your business? right? Mm-hmm. They're telling you that, oh, you need to show up on Instagram three times a week, right? You need to be this person or that person, right? Oh, if you're going to succeed, you need to have this skill and that talent. They're putting you in a box, mm-hmm. right? Right. And so with this, when I do readings for people, the number one thing that I often hear is that, oh, it gave me so much permission to be myself. Because mm-hmm. more often That's than not, beautiful. most of the things that you see in your chart are things that you already know, but yes. you were too scared to act on, right? Yep. That you were you were either too scared to act on or someone was actively telling you it was something different, right? Those are the two main things of why like we kind of deter or go away from what we know, right? Our our inner knowing is so strong, especially if we're spending time with God, if we're reading the Bible and praying, like God will tell us. But we were like, God, I need another confirmation. God, give me another. And he's like, I didn't told you, right? I mean, I didn't <laughs> told you, right? It's, it's, and it's, it's a spirit of fear, right? Because we often want approval from those around us. Yes. Right. 
we want the people around us to be like, oh, you're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, that's how you're supposed to do it. But again, that is, that's another form of adultery, right? You're putting something else in front of God. God told you to go and move in this particular way, but you're waiting for Betsy and Sue to tell you, yeah, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And they don't know. (laughs) They don't know, right? Like he didn't give them the vision. He wasn't telling them about you. Mm -hmm. Right? And so it's really... There's a scripture in the Bible where he talks about, I put the stars, it's in Deuteronomy, where he says, I put the stars in the sky, right? For signs and for wonders, right? And for telling the seasons and what have you, right? And he goes on to say, but don't worship them. Mm. They're there for you. I put them there for everyone. Yeah. But don't worship them, right? And I I think that speaks to... One, why there's a fear of human design. They're like, oh, don't worship the stars. Well, he said we can use them. He said, don't worship them. Yeah. Right? And it's, that it's, distinction. Again, right? That slippery slope. Right? It's it's just like it's like any sin or any act, really. Right? It doesn't even have to be something that we necessarily call a sin. But let's take something we call a sin, for example. Right? Chase for sex. Mm-hmm. Right? We say, oh, sex is against sin. God said, don't have sex before marriage. Right? God created sex. It's something that he wanted us to have, right? That he gave us. But he he says, this is how I want you to use it, right? I don't want it to become a distraction in the relationship between me and you, right? And so when we have sex outside of marriage, oh, it becomes a distraction between me and you. It's something that's in the way of me and you, right? He wouldn't create it if he didn't want us to use it. But the question is, how are we using it, right? And that really comes with integrity right and whatever tool that is whether it be human design or therapy counseling what have you it's how are you using that tool to draw closer to me did you know that the wise men were astrologers Mm. right that was like mind-blowing to me like but then the bible called them wise well why would the bible say that they're wise right if they're astrologers because they use their knowledge of astrology to find jesus Mm -hmm. right to be like, oh, the king of kings is coming. Let us go find him, right? And not just find him, but to bring him gifts and worship him, right? Like, to, it, it was the recognition of God to be like this, like, yeah, I have this tool that I'm used to using it, but I'm going to use it to draw closer to God. Yeah. I love that example because I personally had to take a bit of a step back from astrology because I was going down that slippery slope with it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I enjoy the idea of astrology and I was really going down this slippery slope of letting astrology call the shots. Or if I read something on my chart or read some reading, having it impact the way I feel or thinking that X, Y, Z was going to happen. And I really had to take a step back and say, no, that's, mm-hmm. that's not, I'm putting too much energy into this. And mm-hmm. I would rather take a step back and go inward, co-create what I want to see with God, as opposed to feeling like a victim to what this XYZ astrology resource is saying. And even just having that reframe has been so like freeing and mm-hmm. has cleared up so much mental space. And Mm. so I also just encourage people to feel free to like take a break as well. If you need to recenter and get back to, (laughs) if if you find yourself going down that slippery slope. Right. And so that's, that's where prioritizing that relationship with that. Right. 
like, am I using this tool so much that I'm neglecting God? Mm -hmm. Right. And it's about creating those boundaries for yourself because I don't feel like human design is for everyone. Right. But it's about recognizing where you are and what you can use. Right. And so I think that's amazing, right? That you that you had enough self-awareness that you can see that for yourself, right? And that you were strong enough to make that decision in your life, right? Because even, I would say even me, right? As a human design practitioner, like I can, I, sometimes I see where I feel like, oh, I'm studying human design too much or these principles too much. Okay, I need to go get in my word, right? Like mm-hmm. I need to, to hear from God, right? I need to, I need to prioritize this relationship, right? It's like a relationship like anything else, right? So if you have a husband or wife or spouse, partner, whatever, if you are always at work, right, with friends, doing everything else, and you're not spending time with them, of course, your relationship is going to suffer, Mm -hmm. right? And so I think that's a a beautiful example of, of, of recognizing where your line is. Right. And it's about choosing tools that that serve you, that that help you not only just be better, but draw you closer to God. Mm -hmm. Right. Because that's the ultimate form of of being better. Right. Of welcoming God in and using his strength to power our gifts that he's given us. Yeah, absolutely. I would love to circle back a little bit. I know we talked, we kind of touched on purpose a little bit earlier, but I would love to talk a little bit more about purpose and how we not necessarily find our purpose, but how we continue to live with purpose. Because I've had a lot of conversations with people and actually this came from a recent story that I'd posted on Instagram about career and people, you know, will ask a lot about how do I find my purpose? How do I find my job that is my purpose? And I'm of the belief that purpose is so much greater than any job. Like there's no, in my opinion, this is just me. I am not, this is my opinion, but that there's no job that can perfectly you know, in case our purpose, because all Mm -hmm. of our purpose is, it's too big, it's too broad. Maybe our jobs can be a part of it, of how it's expressed, but there's so much to us and our purpose um, that can't just be fit in an occupation. But I would love to hear your take on purpose and how we can connect with our purpose. So, so there are several things. I don't necessarily agree with all the verbiage of human design, right? Mm -hmm. I conceptualize oftentimes things a different way. Mm-hmm. So like in human design, they say your incarnation crosses your purpose. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's your purpose. I feel like your purpose is between you and God. And I feel like he doesn't even always show us our full purpose, right? Mm-hmm. It's something that we can't always comprehend because we don't have the vantage point that he does. Yeah. But so with human design, there's, it's called incarnation cross. And I feel like it's the theme of your purpose, right? And so again, sometimes people need tools to see it. Sometimes people don't. So for example, mine is the incarnation, the left angle cross of prevention right Mm -hmm. which means that I help people avoid do life doing life the hard way and so even before (laughs) (laughs) do everything the hard way (laughs) right and so but right I I saw that right and I feel like that's a a, a core part of my purpose so whatever job I'm in I saw aspects of that right when Mm -hmm. I was a teacher Right. I'm like mentoring all these kids of like, yeah. okay, well, you went about this the hard way, right? Where it's like, well, we, we can do this a better way, right? Yeah. When I was a brand designer and strategist, right? 
I, I would like help them showcase their passion, right? Like you're going about this the hard way, right? You have the wrong selling points, right? You're not showing your messaging, all these things, right? Okay, well, we're going to do this a little bit easier, right? So you can sell and live in, you know, your purpose in this iteration of your purpose. And so I feel like if you're using human design as a tool, like having, again, right? It always comes back to this awareness, right? Like having that awareness, like you can start to recognize like, oh, oh yeah, I do keep doing that, right? Yeah. And it's the use of your gifts. I feel like my my belief is that you're always in purpose, right? It may be a season of refinement, right? But that's a part of your purpose, right? Like it's something that you need to continue to your next level or next iteration of your purpose. And so I think recognizing what your gifts are, right? Like what are you, one, what are you naturally drawn to? right? And what's the energy that you naturally show up in, right? And when you can see those things, those tools can be used in a variety of different ways, right? Whether that's on the job or not, like how you were saying, I don't think your purpose is always in your career, right? You can, your purpose can be with your family, your friends group or whatever, right? That's a discussion between you and God of what your actual purpose is. But if you do desire for it to be a part of your career, right? To monetize your purpose. Okay, we'll tell God about that. Like God, God present opportunities to me, right? That will help me recognize how to use my gifts, right? In a way that can be monetized. Right? God, God show me, right? And the Bible says to pray without ceasing and says, make your specific requests known. It's our relationship with God is so much like a like a parent, right? Mm-hmm. How many times like as a little kid, like did you ask your mom, like, oh, I need the CD. I need the CD, right? Oh, it's like, it's like the end all be all. Like I need <laughs> whatever it may be, right? And then you forgot about the CD. You didn't even get the CD. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the end of the room. You moved on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the same thing with God. It's like, God is like, well, is this really important to you? Or is this, is this a flyby moment where it just seems important right now? Then you're going to forget it. Yeah. Right. So if you, if it's really important to you, keep bringing it to God. Like I, I want to monetize my purpose. And in that, right, it's a part of that capacity building, right, where you're building your character to say, oh, God, like, I'm going to have faith for this thing, right? I'm going to continue to seek you in this thing, right? I'm going to continue to grow where I'm planted, right? I'm going to continue where you have me, right? Because I know, because I keep bringing this to you, can you see, you see my heart, right? And I'm presenting it to you, which means I'm prioritizing my relationship with you, right? And I'm operating in integrity. God will move for you, right? To where you don't even have to necessarily go out and look for that purpose. Mm -hmm. I wasn't looking for human design, right? Like at all. It was just people started getting, oh, can you help me with this? Oh, can you coach me on that? Can you teach me this? But I was literally seeking God, right? God, show me your word. And when he showed me human design, it just made me want to search his word more. Okay, what do you say about this? What do you say about this? What do you say? Right? And it was little, it wasn't in my power because I was reading the Bible before, but it wasn't connected, right? But he was like, okay, well, I'm gonna give you something to connect it, right? Yeah. To 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 draw you in, right? And you don't you don't even know this yet, but I'm gonna monetize it for you too. Right. And it's 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 so much about that relationship, yeah. right? Because the Bible says he already laid out these paths, right? For us to to have a good life, right? For us to do good works in this life. And so it's seeking him and then 
if you're into human design, right, like me, you can use these tools to just kind of, I don't know, like speed up that process a little Mm -hmm. bit instead of trying to search for it to just help you recognize how what you already have can be used and can be monetized if, you know, if you're looking for that monetization of your purpose. That's so helpful. And one of my biggest learnings in that process has also been slowing down so that when God tells me what it is I'm supposed to do, I actually hear it because mm. I know I can be a busybody who's just always doing things that I miss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I miss mm-hmm. critical information. And God is like, I've been trying to tell you, I've been trying to show you, I sent you this, I sent you this, I sent you that, but you're not mm-hmm. listening. And so just for anybody else out there who may be like me, need a little extra help, like really centering and receiving the messages you get. That's a a critical part of the process. And I think that's like, like slowing down Mm -hmm. is, I feel like a part of that process of remembering, right? Exactly. To be like, because people are like, oh, I'm too busy to pray. I'm too busy to read the Bible. Like I have all this going on. And it's like, well, no, 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 like slow down, right? Take this time to spend time with God, right? Because if that's a priority and he's talking, how many times have you been like listening, quote unquote, listening to somebody and they're talking, but you didn't hear what they said Mm -hmm. because you were too busy doing other things, right? Like God's love language is quality time, right? (laughs) Come, come spend some time with me, right? So if you're really prioritizing that relationship, then I feel like it, it creates an environment that welcomes God in so that you can hear his voice. Right. And even to know what it sounds like. I felt like that was like a big part for me. Right. Of like, is this God? Well, how do you know what something or what someone would or wouldn't say? Mm -hmm. It's by spending time with them. Right. Because sometimes we're like, oh, is that the devil? Is that God? Like, how am I supposed to move in this? Well, does that sound like something God will say? Mm -hmm. Right. Is it something that he said in his word? Right. Is it repeating a type of value? or an extension of the energy of something that he said in the word. If it's not, it's probably not God, right? Like, but again, it's that relationship building so that you can hear him and know that it's him. Yeah, exactly. Oh my goodness, Krista, this has been so helpful. I have just a couple more questions for you that are more just kind of fun, like let our audience get to know you better. Um, But I know that this conversation so far has already blessed me immensely, and I really hope uh, it does the same for our listeners. I'm sure it will. So my last couple questions for you. The first is, what is bringing you joy? What is bringing me joy? Currently, the Beatitudes, like... Mm -hmm. I, I have been studying the Beatitudes for the past couple months. And like, I have just, I've, I've found so much joy in them because it it's like God is telling us how to live a blessed life, yes. right? And I think especially, and I think living in the Beatitudes, not just studying them, but living in them because as I've implemented them, I've seen... God move on my behalf and it's just like that is awesome like even even this interview right like even this podcast episode right one of my one of my um like one of one of my goals was like okay well God because at first I was really scared of like oh what the church is gonna say about me you know doing human design (laughs) and what have you and I was like really scared and 
he was like, do it. And I was like, okay, well, I want more visibility, right? I want to, I want, I want more people to feel this love, right? Yeah. To feel this, this, you know, this, this relationship. And as I was, I kind of put it all like to the side and I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to, I keep saying I'm going to show up in love, right? But it, it's true, right? I'm just going to show up in love, right? Grow where I'm planted. I was like working with a couple different coaches and God was like, okay, it's your time. It's yeah, your time, yeah. right? And like in a matter of a week, I think I got like maybe like eight or 10 in like podcast requests interviews. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my yes. God. Right. <laughs> and to, to see it at work. And then the other thing, I feel like every, all my answers about Jesus, but but for real, it's because I, I really do enjoy being in a relationship. Like there's a show called The Chosen. I don't know if they, have you ever seen it? Have no, you heard I haven't about seen it. it. It's so good because it presents like Jesus and the disciples in such a human way, right? Like yeah. the disciples are fighting and arguing, and, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it is real, right? Mm-hmm. Where like, and it even shows Jesus where he's like, oh, God, I don't really want to do this, but I guess if you say it, right? And it, it, it presents it because I feel like we can, we can make it seem like it's so long ago and like human nature hasn't changed, right? Yeah. Like people are still the same and to see that representation and to see, right? how they would joke even Jesus was joking with them you're like dang mm-hmm. he probably was joking right mm-hmm. like to to see that I felt like that's been bringing me a lot of joy and it. yes beautiful I love and LA it. opening back up is bringing joy too girl me too yes <laughs> start living a little again <laughs> yeah right work from home and like everything on lockdown so being able to go back into two open spaces and explore and be among people is also bringing me a lot of joy right now definitely definitely what is something that made you laugh recently what is something that made me laugh recently so I'm such a big kid right like I love like cartoons and all like the little kitty shows and I, I went to go see Peter Rabbit too and it was it was so funny. They don't make it like these <laughs> movies for kids, but it was just um, the play on a of like different like characters that we see in other movies, mm-hmm. and just to see them depicted in rabbits was like pretty <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it. cartoons. Yeah, I love with my it. super grown self. <laughs> yeah, same. Honestly, I'm. I mean, at least at the time we're recording this, Space Jam is about to come out and I'm so excited to watch Space Jam when it comes out this weekend. So I feel you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How are you finding your balance? How am I finding my balance? So I've recently um, got back into running Mm -hmm. and that just helps me find so much balance, right? You know, we've come in, we're coming off the end of this, this kind of quarantine right and always being in space but to to be outdoors right one and connect with nature and the community to see people out in their element but really to see what my body can handle right like I've had a long Mm -hmm. road with like running where like I fell off and got back on and just to, to to go and feel my body support me right? As I'm running, it, it balances all of the mental stuff, right? Mm-hmm. It balances all of the work that I'm doing. It balances, right? All the family where it could just really, I can enjoy 
me being in my body, right? And being held, right? And being supported. And it just, it provides balance to all of the, all of the, of the everything, right? Yeah. It balances out all of that space. So that's beautiful. I love that movement. Is so it's so healing in that way. Beautiful. So how can our audience keep in touch with you? How can they work with you? How can they support your work? So um, you can find me on Instagram at human.design.by.god. Um, I, I spend a lot of time, I spend a lot of time there, like in DMs and conversations, like I love connecting with people. So you can definitely find me there. And then I have a, a coaching program, um, coming out that it's called declare. And it is about being able to effectively communicate your mission, um, to your audience. So whether that's, if you're in business or it's mostly most of the women that I coach tend to be practitioners or some type of business owner. Um, so if you're interested in gaining awareness, right, using human design um, around your mission that God has given you, I do have a group training program that'll be um, in late August. Um, and yeah, I do master classes all the time. If you're interested in learning like the specifics, I teach in a very practical, down to earth way. It's not so woo or anything like that. So if that's what you need, um, check out one of my master classes um, that I hold often. Amazing. Thank you so much. We'll have all of your information linked in the show notes so that it's super easy for people to come find you, follow, sign up for your classes and your programs, because that sounds amazing. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I've had a blast. I love talking about all of this. And um, I look forward to seeing um, you around and you. continue and continue sharing, you know, wellness in this space. Cause I think it's so important and so needed. So thank you. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Krista Keys. Check the show notes so you can see how to stay in touch with Krista and so that you can check out all of her offerings. Huge shout out to today's sponsors. Again, all promo codes will be in the show notes for easy access for you so that if there was a product mentioned that you're interested in checking out, you can use our promo codes, you can save some money and hopefully find a new favorite. I'll be coming back at you next week with our last episode from the Raising Your Vibration series featuring guest Aaliyah Lovely for another dynamic conversation. And until then, I will talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in.